Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with a calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Thanks for being here. Welcome to episode 14 of the Quiet Warrior podcast. I'm Serena Lowe, the Quiet Warrior coach. In today's episode, I'm going to ask you the two questions I like to ask every person who joins our global introvert network community on Facebook. Number one, what's your biggest challenge as an introvert? Number two, what would you like to get better at? The reason I structure them in that order is firstly, many introverts feel that there is something difficult, something out of the ordinary about being the way they are. Sometimes it feels like they're wired all wrong, they don't fit in, and so there are extra hurdles they have to jump in order to get ahead. So the first question is being honest and articulating their current situation and identifying that thing they see as being in the way of their success and fulfillment. The second question is to help them refocus their attention and energy. As the ancient saying goes, you are where your attention is. This is very important because most of the time, our attention is all over the place. We are distracted, we are stressed, we are preoccupied with things we need to do, things we haven't done, things we should do but don't feel like doing right now, things we should do but don't feel fully equipped to do, demands placed on us by others, demands placed on us by ourselves, and the still small voice of our divine intuition and higher wisdom, which usually gets relegated to a far corner in the back of our minds. Now, when I did a quick survey of the responses people gave to the question, what is your biggest challenge as an introvert? One common theme that came up was communication. I want to be a better communicator. I want to be able to socialize and network and meet new people and have conversations. You might be thinking, sure, so do I, so does everyone. What's so challenging about that? Just put yourself out there and go to events and meet people. It's not hard. But what the introvert really means is, there is a huge chasm between thinking about wanting to be a better communicator and feeling like I'm actually one. First, I have to find events to go to that look interesting enough for me to make the effort to go out and talk to people I don't know. Then, I have to feel safe, so I dare to speak up and make casual conversation. I don't know if the people are nice, if they are like me, or they are very different, if they will like me and accept me, if I will feel comfortable. I need to know all that before I show up. But I also need to show up before I can know all of those things are true. So it's a catch-22. What will tip it for me? Some courage is always helpful. A friend to go with. A sense of adventure. Of wanting to go outside your comfort zone to do something different that you can later look back on and be proud of yourself for doing. Being given some advanced background information is always helpful so that you know something about the event, about the organiser, about how things were run on the day, 
who will be there, how long the event is for, where it's located, whether it's accessible by public transport, and if not, if it's easy to find parking. Is there a dress code? How much will it cost? Any of these things could be the thing that makes an introvert decide, this is too much, I just won't go. And that's why it can be so challenging for some introverts to even say yes to showing up to an opportunity that helps them get better at the very thing they want to get better at, communicating. And assuming they've surmounted all these challenges, they've scheduled the event in their phone, they blocked out the time to make it happen, they got dressed and made up, and organised their mode of transport, and actually made it to the venue on time. Then what next? Now comes the other challenging part, the talking. How does an introvert actually talk to someone? The introvert's challenge is that talking is not their preferred or default mode of communication. They prefer to listen more and speak only in selective situations, such as having something relevant or interesting or knowledgeable to say, or if they feel comfortable enough in the group to say something. We've all been in groups where a few people dominate the conversation and everyone else doesn't get a word in. That's not a kind of situation that the introvert would feel comfortable speaking up in. So if we want to be more specific, we could say the introvert has to manage two aspects of communication. Number one, speaking enough to be seen as contributing to the conversation. And number two, being comfortable rather than awkward during the conversation. And this again goes back to certain myths and beliefs about what an introvert is. Quite often an introvert is perceived as not speaking up enough and being too quiet. And also being socially awkward. So then the solution would be speak more and speak comfortably. Speak more means increase your ratio of speech to silence. If you normally speak to one person, try two the next time. If you normally say three sentences, make it five at the next event. And speak comfortably. This is a more challenging one. To do this, you have to be comfortable inside yourself first. To make friends with your discomfort. The Chinese have a phrase I like very much. Meaning, to tune or adjust your state of being, your physical, mental and emotional state. Quite often said before, a major performance. So just like you adjust your metronome speed when playing a piece of music, or tune your instrument to get the best and most accurate sound from it, you might also need to tune yourself to raise your comfort level before you participate in a conversation with people you don't know. You might need to do some exercises to calm and regulate your nervous system. Breath work, meditation, prayer, yoga... Something that helps you center and ground yourself and detach from your feelings of anxiety and the weight of expectations of how you should behave. Both speaking more and speaking comfortably come from doing the work, consistently showing up to events and social gatherings and meetups with new people, putting yourself in those situations that you find naturally uncomfortable but that you also know are necessary to stretch your social confidence muscle. Experiment with different ways of speaking. Try out a joke you saw online. Share a story of something that happened to you or that you witnessed. Even if 
the joke falls flat. Even if the story doesn't go quite as well as you would like, if it's not quite as polished or as smooth or as effortless, you will still gain something from it. You will still learn something from it. And the next time you do something similar, it will feel a little bit easier. There will be a little less resistance. And watch how people react. Most people are good people, sympathetic people, people who cheer for others and are willing for others to succeed. And when we lower our barriers a little bit, tell that joke, tell that story, you will notice also that people come out of their own shell towards you and you meet in the middle and there is the spark of something new happening, a kind of connection that is magical and really awesome to witness. And that little spark will encourage you to try again, to do something different the next time, to keep persisting with building this social confidence muscle. Working through all the different situations that come up in interactions which you cannot prepare for, until you get to that place of familiarity and peace and acceptance inside yourself, where you feel you can handle almost anything that comes your way, especially the unexpected and the unwelcome, without getting flustered, without panicking. Knowing that even if you do get a brain freeze, you can still laugh about it, give yourself a moment to recover, and then get back into the flow of conversation. You will notice too that there will be people silently or outwardly rooting for you, feeling your pain when things get awkward, sympathizing with you, sending you good vibes, sending you energy, sending you a smile to say, I get it. I've been through that. I know how you feel right now. Let's make this better for everyone. And that too is a learned skill that you only acquire by doing. So remember, your mission as a quiet warrior is to speak more and speak comfortably. Those are two things we can all start to get better at starting today. I hope this episode has been valuable for you. And I would love to know what you're going to try the next time you go out and meet people. Also, if you've enjoyed my podcast, I would love for you to post a review on the platform you use to listen so that it can reach more people. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me today and see you on the next episode. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.